We finally heard from him, Steve Kime, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. They spoke at the NFL scouting combine, touching several subjects, but most importantly, their franchise quarterback, what you should be maybe relieved to have heard, and then what you should be concerned about. We're covering it all. It's all Kime, all Cliff Kingsbury, and of course, Kyler Murray, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. It's right now. Are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea, and things are getting going from Indianapolis, the site of the NFL Scouting Combine, where the 2022 NFL Draft prospects will compete in the underwear Olympics. They're just going to run around, do several different drills, and people are going to evaluate them to a nauseating level. And uh, they'll overdo it because guys like DK Metcalf, despite tremendous performances, will slip through the cracks again, and general managers will look dumb. But also, some of them will look good. Speaking of which, Arizona Cardinals general manager Steve Kime, he took the dais at the scouting combine. He talked all things from Kyler Murray, what the Arizona Cardinals will do as far as their approach to impending free agents for the organization and also other positions of interest for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get into that later, but mostly it's about the Kyler Murray saga. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at Bob Brack, at Clancy's Corner, and Alex um, just your initial thoughts. We'll get into what they said, but what did you think? Because you've been dying here, at least from GM Steve Kime. What were your thoughts as far as his performance on Tuesday? As expected, you know, that we didn't really get a whole lot of stuff that's new. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, more of the same, uh, you know, whatever. Like it, it's a, uh, like the fact that I was more upset that you couldn't find the stream anywhere. You know, I wonder if, if the Cardinals had just, you know, made a deep playoff push, if you'd be able to find the stream on the on the team's, you know, Twitter page or something like that. But, you know, yeah, sure. Oh, we need to do better here. We need to do better here. I love Kyler. Cool. Whatever. Like, the only thing that really got me was what Cliff Kingsbury said, which I'm sure we'll talk about later to start off yeah. the day. You know, um, what? we, we like will overall, talk about that. We, we will like, talk about that to yeah. foreshadow a little bit. Uh, we're going to we're going to disagree. Shock to nobody. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Uh, it, it, it pretty much what I saw was taking away everything that I said all of last year, like take, let's take all the negativity away after, you know, the, the ineptitude showed that this was just par for the course, you know, for, for pretty much any organization. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what they could say to make me happier, to, to make me more, to make me believe that, you know, they're able to do the, the jobs that they're, they get their paychecks for, but you know, it was fine. I mean, what you didn't take a step back, which I guess is a win for the two of them. Yeah. I, I think that there are definite positives and, and I think we should get into that first and then we'll get into where you should be nervous as an Arizona Cardinals fan, especially as the Kyler Murray situation continues. Um, what, what you should be confident about is that the Arizona Cardinals, whatever their plan is, it seems like they have a plan in place. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Now he mentioned that he hadn't heard from Kyler Murray. This was so as you're watching this and as Alex mentioned, this is right. It wasn't on NFL network because you had guys when Kingsbury was talking like Bruce Arians still kind of holding the press, uh, their attention. 
mentioning, you know, Tom Brady and all the stuff that would really pique a national audience's attention more so than this Kyler Murray situation, which is probably only secondary to that. Um, but, you know, Cliff Kingsbury said he hadn't talked to Kyler since Eric Burkhart. His statement came out on Monday morning. Cliff Kingsbury spoke on Tuesday. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think that this the, the organization needs to go and, and hit up Kyler Murray every time anything there's any movement on this entire thing. Sure, I, I expect there to be communication, but when his his agent releases a statement, an ultimatum, you know, I don't think that they need to say, Are you good? I mean, that's that's an over that's a needy partner right there. Are you good? Is everything okay? Because if they were to do that every time that something pinged on this. Uh, it would be it would be it would be overbearing. It would be too much. So he said he hasn't spoken to him. Uh, you know he, he he Cliff Kingsbury as far as him and Kyler Murray he, he maintains that they have a good relationship that they talk all the time that they're in a good place to steal quote from from Cliff Kingsbury. And the, one of the interesting things was because it's been on uh, uh part of our talking points all off season long that he's he's pretty content and satisfied with Kyler Murray's leadership that that should raise a red flag, but we're talking about the things that we should, we should that good positive takeaways from this. Um, he also said that Kyler Murray sh has voiced what he thinks the Arizona Cardinals should do as far as roster moves this off season. He's kind of given them a to-do list and we'll see if they pay more attention to that. We talked about that on Monday, as far as Steve Kime, the GM, he spoke a little bit later. He said that Eric Burkhart, the G GM of, of Kyler Murray is just doing his job. So you understand, so you can kind of appreciate the Cardinals general manager sees that Burkhart, he isn't coming from a place of just trying to sabotage the Arizona Cardinals and strong arm them. He has a job to do as GM Steve Kime has a job to do as well. Um, anything from those, those takeaways? Nope. Uh, he's not concerned about a potential Kyler holdout. I don't know if that's maybe naive. Um, you know, the, 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 the three of them, if you if with Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Kingsbury and Kime and Kyler, uh, they've said that the the end of the year meetings were positive, that they went over you know the concerns of what Kyler wanted from himself, where he wanted to improve, where the organization wanted him to improve. That that list of roster moves that was all there. Um, he he said you know Cliff says that he or Kime says that he talks to Kyler all the time. They have a good communication line and that he's an honest player. Um, so as far as all that goes, it seems fine. I, I think everything's all well and good. Now, there are red flags. There were red flags all Tuesday as we watch these press conferences go down, or at least through social media. Um, but I think what the Arizona Cardinals, uh, what was un unveiled was that there is a line of communication between the brain trust. Uh, we've, we've heard that from Bidwell on Friday to Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury echoing those sentiments and that you should be encouraged by that. Um, any, I mean, as far as any other positive moments from my co-host's standpoint? Nope. Wow. Because I don't believe any. I mean, like, the thing is, like, you're just slopping this up. Like, like we haven't heard this every offseason for the last five years. Oh, well, this is good. The quarterback's good. You know, we're going to work on this. This is going to – and then nothing comes to fruition. Nothing comes like, to fruition outside I mean, of wins improving and, and player improvement. But yeah, go ahead. Whatever Steve Kime says, you can appreciate it. He didn't take a step back. He didn't he didn't shoot himself in the foot by anything he said. But also, it's a GM plan politician. 
So mm -hmm. yes, sure. The storyline, great. We'll see if it's a true story or if it's fiction. I mean, okay. we'll find out. You know, I, I don't, I just don't, I hope that it's true. And, and I hope that things change, you know, or, or continue to improve, I guess. Um, but if you're telling me that like what's happened in social media and all that stuff, that things are good, I, I'm going to disagree. I, I, well, I'm gonna I say, just you know don't what? think that they, that's what they were trying to, that they didn't say that. I don't think that they, they tried to. What did of... they say then? I mean that they've been in contact and communication with the, with their quarterback. That they understand the business side of this thing, and they're not running from that either. I think you know what we saw play out with Eric Burkhart was he created an ultimatum on Monday, and that the Arizona Cardinals they've received that message, and now we've got to see what their their move is going to be. But they're aware of it, and they're not ignorant to it. They're not, you know, they're not. I don't understand what you want from this team. Like there, there were thirty two. GMs and head coaches that went up there and they probably gave, you know, the same or less. No, 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 like duo is going to be more transparent than they were. I thought what you received from the Arizona Cardinals GM and head coach was fine. If you want more, you're being naive. Why am I being naive? Because what are they going to give up for it? What are they going to, what are they going to tell us? on the first day of the combine that's going to satisfy Alex Clancy and the fan base as far as this Kyler Murray saga goes. I mean, they just get a pass. They get a pass for the last, the Cardinals lost in extremely embarrassing fashion six weeks ago. And this is the okay. first time we've heard them at all. Like this is, so they just get a pass for all the things that have happened up to this point because they said some pretty nice things about their star player that they need and you know, the, and they're and they're going to look positively towards the future. Like that's who's, what I see this as. Who's going to give them a? Who's giving them a pass? You are. No, I'm not. You're just if saying that's like, what you oh, gathered you know, from this. Everything is fine. Cool. No, because we. This is how I outlined the show. We're going to go with the positive stuff, and then we're going to get into the negative stuff. Yeah. I. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. Are and, we on the same page now? Uh, we were on the same page before. No, I just we don't like. You said that I'm giving them a pass, but at the same time, I mean, I, they, they're not going to tell me anything in a press conference that's going to make me feel good about how things ended in the Rams game. I, I ag agreed. I understand that. Okay. The, the, the point of all of it was it just kind of puts a cloud over whenever they just choose to pop their heads out. You know, and I know this is the, it's, it's, it's a lifetime achievement of, yeah, cool. I don't care. Like what they said today, that's great. We hear it every off season. So the positive, sure. Like if you want to say that this story, he, him having, you know, me on, on, on his knee telling me a, a fairy tale or telling me a story that we don't know if it's true or not yet. That's cool. It's good TV, but I mean, holding any sort of credence in it at this point is kind of a, a fool's errand, isn't it? No, I disagree. I mean, I, I think that they gave us some things that uh, kind of shed some light, added some context to this entire story. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that I agree with everything. There are red flags that we're going to talk about right here on Lockdown Cardinals. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow along on Twitter at Bob Brack at Clancy's Corner. Football, it might be over. There's not much to bet on. You can actually throw down on some of these combine props. There's some great ones, of course, as far as those combine records or milestones or benchmarks go. Like, who's is there going to be a 40 run in under 4.29 seconds? You can take the over or under on that. Plus, you got college hoops in full force. You got the uh, tournament just coming up in the next couple of weeks. You've got the NBA 
They're headed towards the postseason soon. Latest odds, totals, player performance props, where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net. It's the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, news this season and offseason. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. For your second listen or view, check out the Locked On NFL podcast on YouTube. Alex, he'll be there tomorrow, your Thursday co-host, along with Tyler Rowland. They'll be breaking down the biggest stories in the NFL, and they always do a good job in giving you kind of an intriguing either or, right? I mean, you guys last week talked about Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams. We'll see, you know, which which guy you would kind of want to hitch your wagon to if you're the Green Bay Packers. You can check that out. That lives on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Now, let's get into the red flags here. Because the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Steve Kime said that he's not concerned that Kyler Murray is going to hold out without a new contract in the, really the offseason or in the regular season uh, without a, a mega extension. That's a little concerning. Uh, the team is, is, is of course, going to pick up their, his fifth-year option. That's just, that's just taking care of business as far as that goes. Uh, you you just have that as a placeholder until you get a new deal done, um, and and that that that's going to come up as far as that deadline closer to the regular season. So, but I think where you should be concerned there is you know Steve Kime kind of being I, I don't know if he's digging in you know, and I don't know if it, it maybe it's just him creating a smokescreen to, cr- to kind of during this negotiation period between now and whenever they get a deal done. Um, she's like, Hey, we, we, we could see this thing through. Like we could go to training camp. We could go to preseason. We could go to the regular season and you still could not be paid. You could be Lamar Jackson at this point. If, if this doesn't concern him, what does, does anything concern Steve Kime? I'm not concerned about that. Why not? Why not? Because you think everything's just going to work out. Why? What does concern Cleve Kime, uh, Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. Anything? Mm-hmm. W- w- like, oh yeah, you know, it, it's it's seen, there just seemed to be aloof to the situation at hand. Like, oh, it, it'll get figured out. Cool. Mm-hmm. What about, you know, um, the other players we'll talk about in the next podcast? What about Chandler Jones? What about Jordan Hicks? What about these guys? Are you concerned about that at all? Either? This story, the reason why I was so cut and dry in the first segment was the same story can be the highlight of both positive and negative, both positive and negative segments back to back. You can make a case for both. So when he's not concerned, I'm like, why? Why not? Because you think everything's going to work out because you've dealt with this before in your tenure as as general manager, have you? No, you haven't. Because you don't draft well enough to have these uh, champagne problems. He's had star players, and the Arizona Cardinals have figured out long-term deals. They've they've paid like name an Arizona Cardinals player that in their prime or going into their prime years that they haven't satisfied with a, a new deal. Well, no, I mean they have the Teron Matthew one is the one where it's like, well, that I mean Teron Matthew could have retired a Cardinal. Everybody loved him here, Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson, LSU, the whole thing, and he gave him too much. He asked him to restructure. Matthew is the is the smart business person and player. Said offered no. him more money. I don't know if that's a good business move, but yeah. 
He offered him more money with the restructure than the Houston Texans ended up paying him. But right, you know, because he bet on himself and it didn't work out. It was the it was the the um, uh, Ian Desmond situation in baseball where you, you waste a lot of money. I mean, Buda Baker, sure, Chandler Jones, absolutely. Okay, but when it comes to quarterback, that's how much of your cap now. I mean, this is this is high risk, potentially high reward, potential Armageddon if you don't get it right. But he's not concerned. I just don't. He never said, look, he didn't say he wasn't concerned, but he doesn't believe he's going to hold out. And as far as, you know, creating leverage in a a bargaining trip and and as far as this negotiation getting uglier than it has, I mean, we've seen it throughout the, you know, ever since I've been following the NFL, players have utilized holdouts, even players that are are known as like good teammates and, and, you know, model citizens. They use that. So to, to say just point blank, no. I that's a bit naive and that, that, that should be concerning. That should be a red flag. And, and I, you know, I think that the, the Arizona Cardinals would be, would do themselves a favor if they got this deal done. I think that they would, because it's, it's not, you know, this, this is a, this is Eric Burkhart and Kyler Murray. This is important to them. They want to get a deal done this off season. And I don't know if Kyler Murray, you know, despite what's been leaked um, this, this off season already. And, and I think that was strategic. Um, from from the team standpoint, to make the fan base maybe question that, I, I think that the Arizona Cardinals would would I, nobody did, like he's a franchise caliber quarterback. When you see Ja Morant making spectacular plays in the NBA, that's what Kyler Murray can do in the NFL. Anybody who wants to have that exit your roster is insane, absolutely insane. Right, but the counterpoint to that is Ja Morant has ingratiated himself to the city of Memphis and the state of Tennessee. Like, he's the leader of that team. He goes as they go, he goes. And there hasn't been any pouting. There hasn't been any any of that. Like, John Morant is the real deal Holyfield, like 100% exactly what you want out of a second overall pick in the NFL draft. Kyler Murray's still TBD. Football's a big, much different game than basketball. It's a much different game when it comes to the team dynamics. And Kyler, one of the things that he is lacking is the full growth as a leader. That's true. Like. Anybody that says that we're not that we don't criticize Kyler Murray on the shows, it just doesn't listen enough, right? And that's where I get concerned as far as what Cliff Kingsbury's comments saying that he's satisfied with with Kyler Murray's leadership. So I, I hope you're not. I, I really hope you're not. I mean, there are obviously the things that happen, uh, you know, between the walls that we're we're not privy to, and and I'm sure that the, I'm sure he's he's got great leadership qualities, but the ones that are on display. Uh, there are you should have legitimate concerns, no doubt about it. Like, I mean, we've seen this, we've seen that movie play out in the NFL with quarterbacks who have you know tough body language and, and guys who don't kind of endear themselves to uh, their teammates or guys who just aren't vocal. Um, you know that that can that can kind of fester. And if you don't, if they don't make the the right moves, if they don't press the right buttons, that could be something that could become a problem with with Kyler Murray. Um, and it, to say, Hey, you're satisfied with that. Um, that, that, that's, that's absolutely concerning. Now let's get into where you and I, I think are really going to disagree, uh, as far as what Cliff Kingsbury said in his press conferences, press availability at the scouting combine. Plus we'll just put our final thoughts on what Steve Kime and, and Cliff Kingsbury said in that press conference. We'll get into that, but let's talk about the best tasting protein bar on the planet built bar. 
and Built Bar Puffs. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're insane because Puffs are incredible. They're marshmallows infused with protein that are covered in 100% chocolate. Like, that's just a dream right there. Absolutely. And it's going to fit into your macros. They've got a macro chart on Built.com. You can check it out, and you can stay with this low-calorie, high-protein treat that tastes like a candy bar and gives you all the nutritional benefits that you want. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually is like around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. It's just you don't want to put that in your body. Right now, go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, hanging out with you on a Wednesday, locked on Cardinals. And so, Alex, your biggest problem with Cliff Kingsbury's comments, this you you were uh you were quite vocal on social media at Clancy Corner. What was your big issue? When when the person that was hired to groom you mm-hmm. and you know have you grow as, as a, as a franchise quarterback in the NFL, which Cliff has had some part in. Um, when you're asked about Kyler Murray's future with the team and your responses after not hearing from him since the embarrassment that was the last two months of the NFL season, I think our long-term goal is for Kyler Murray to be our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Have a backbone. Say something. For once in your life, say something. Don't play safe. Defend your guy. And I know that there's bargaining tax. I know his paycheck gets signed by the Arizona Cardinals also. They shouldn't. He shouldn't be getting a paycheck from them. But when you have this relationship with this kid from high school on, mm-hmm. and there's a little little sign of adversity, you just... You wither away? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be our quarterback for the future. Yeah, I think that's what right. I think. I still haven't watched the tape yet. I feel like he has to end every sentence with that because yeah. he's never given a clear answer as to why something has gone wrong other than, yeah, I got to do a better job with that. He's not held accountable at all. Here's and what sure, I think. Look at the regular season record. That's great. He's he's. Yeah. This team has gotten better every year he's been the head coach. It hasn't been hard with, mm-hmm. with what he got hired with, okay? If your job is to groom Kyler Murray and implement an offense that's supposed to be NFL-ready, to have him thrive as a QB1 from week one through week 17, and you come up with that slop, how does that not infuriate you? Like, how, how are we so on the other side of the table with this? Because you're just nitpicking because he says he thinks. Where when you see the quote, when you see the quote, and most people, most reporters were able to decipher this, that it was just, he misspoke. Take I think out of it. He He misspoke? Yeah. That's the defense. He meant to say something else because he's a 44-year-old man and he he doesn't know how to talk? No, he misspoke. Just like you misspeak on this podcast all the time. It happens. He stepped in front of the microphone he he's a head coach of an NFL team first. If you want him to be a public speaker, if you want him to excel in that, oh, and it seems like that. that you want like a motivational speaker. You, you can't, you can't look at, you know, the actual results from the Arizona Cardinals since Cliff King is very taken over. You want to just nitpick where he says, I think, but then after that, he says 
He's our franchise quarterback. I just, I mean, you're, you're just paying too much attention to the, to the little, just little things. It's called, it's, it's not Nick. like, it's not like he cleared his throat in the middle. I'm like, oh, what an idiot. He cleared his throat and can't put a sentence out. No. Because he didn't think anybody would actually want to grasp onto that. The only people who are going to grasp onto that are Cliff haters. And that's where, that's the camp you're in. You hate Cliff Kingsbury. You can't, t- you can't stand him. You don't think he belongs there. So that's you're true. For- the first yes. three, I don't care about the guy. What's one way or the other. I don't hate anybody. I think he doesn't deserve to be have the job he has, correct. I think he's doing Kyler Murray severe disservice by having the lack of ability to elevate a player, mm-hmm. let alone a quarterback. Yes, I think those of those are true. I don't despise anybody. I don't hate anybody. Now, now you're nitpicking what I'm what I said. I don't mean that you, you sit there and, and you throw dor- darts at a picture of Cliff's Kingsbury and that you want bad things to happen to him. But as far as him as the head coach or o- owning the position or having the position of a head coach for the Arizona Cardinals, you don't like it. And I, as far as him saying, I think, and then the rest of the, the press conference goes on. It's, it's like everything he else, else he said, it kind of falls on deaf ears of Alex Clancy and people that dislike Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, that's the best that you have that like that's your defense for this you're the best you have is he said i think followed by i believe he's our quarterback going forward let me ask you a question if you were in his spot it's gonna be a doozy yeah if you were in his spot of all the things to get the action potentials rolling for to say exactly what you want to say as a grown adult who's been on this earth for a Mm -hmm. lot of years you misspeak? Like, I I think that that's what they wanted him to say in some capacity. To kind of play the middle. Okay, because Cliff hasn't thought... In his introductory press conference, he passed off to Steve Kime for everything. Because he's there to run an offense and to make Kyler Murray better. Correct. He's done a good job for about 40% of the time that he's here. The rest, he hasn't. So when you ask them this, I'm not making a mountain out of a molehill with this. You I'm are. just showing the first time we've heard this guy talk since the Cardinals lost in embarrassing fashion. That's the lingering thing that I'm going to think about. Yes. You're going to think about it? Well, I'm done now. But I was earlier. I'm just not, I'm not buying that much into the fact that he said, I think. I know he knows. I know the Cardinals organization knows. I don't need if he stumbles and he and he says I think I'm not going to be like well the Cliff Kingsbury is on the fence about Kyler Murray as his franchise quarterback going forward. Cliff Kingsbury knows that if K1 leaves this damn building, he's shortly leaving with his box of stuff too. He doesn't have to think about it. That's just wasting years. That's wasting wins and success from this organization. Do you honestly believe that this has been a waste? That the Arizona if, Cardinals... If Kyler have... Murray is unhappy, and they trade him, and Cliff Kingsbury gets fired, I will 100% go on this podcast and but say what Cliff you, Kingsbury is the reason honestly, why this didn't work. What do you honestly think, though? What do I honestly think this about is, what? This is Kyler Murray and his agent leveraging right yeah. now a new contract. Sure. So what are we talking about? Do you really believe that Kyler Murray is unhappy? I don't know. 
Do you believe that the Arizona Cardinals duo of GM and head coach are thinking of any scenario where Kyler, Kyler Murray isn't their quarterback? Yes. Wow. Because they have to. You need and to get if they're like not, a, you're a fool. Not you. you. <laughs> like you're a fool if you like you have to you have to think like, okay, if this if we don't want this to happen, everything needs to be taken care of. Yes, I think it's leverage. Yes, I also think that this relationship isn't as serendipitous as it comes off. I'm sure Kyler, I'm sure Cliff and Kyler are playing video games together all the time. Sure, that's awesome. They can be buddies on their own time. Not when one is responsible for having the other one grow into a franchise quarterback that's going to deserve $45 million a year as much as somebody deserves that much money for playing a sport. But he's going to be up next, you know? And business-wise, if you think that Kyler Murray is going to be your future quarterback, you figure it out and you pay him now. Because this is going to be a tipping point moving forward, maybe 10 years down the road, ain't going to be no rookie-scale contracts. It, it's it going to be, a- I'm going to pay somebody as much as I want right away and come what may. If somebody wants to pay a quarterback $200 million in a contract before they play it down and you want to ruin your salary cap like that, do it. This could be something that we talk about for a decade to come as one of the first that said, you know what? Now. Now. I just think that sets a poor precedent for all of their draft picks going forward. That yeah. if they could get, if they get strong-armed into doing a, a deal before it's traditionally been done, even when it's two years ahead of schedule, because we've seen it happens post free agency. It, it hasn't happened before with, with five free agent or with five rookie scale contracts that have already happened and gotten mega million extensions. It hasn't happened. If the Arizona Cardinals, if they, if they like succumb to the demands of Eric Burkhart and Kyler Murray, it sets a bad precedent for upcoming deals for Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. And whatever first round draft pick that Steve Kime misses on again, it's guys are going to want to get their deals done before free agency of their fourth season. It's just, it's, it would just be a bad precedent, but the other stuff from this press conference, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury, there's a need, a position of need that I think the Arizona Cardinals, it was outlined in these press conference that they will address this off season after an off season where they didn't. And also the future first-round pick linebackers, Zayvon Collins and, Chris, and Isaiah Simmons. And as far as Chandler Jones and Christian Kirk, what the team could do as far as their impending free agents. And Pro Football Focus also had a deal for Kyler Murray. We might, we might get into this about what it might look like. What would the actual money look like? What would the years look like? We'll get into that on Thursday edition of Lockdown Cardinals. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Thursday.